and welcome to the very first episode of Disney Discourse. I am Sophia and I'm here with the lovely Abigail. Hi. <laughs> and we are here to talk about, do you want to say what we're talking about? Cinderella. Our favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh yeah, definitely. So bear with us, it's the first episode. Uh, we're just getting to grips with the format and everything, so we may be a bit all over the place. So the way we've um, we've kind of planned what we're doing every week is I asked Abby here to come up with five movies and I came up with five. And we were both about to put Cinderella on our list, but we both didn't. So we just like decided, okay, it'll be the first episode. So yeah. here we are. So yeah, should we begin then? Yeah, let's go. Let's so I have uh, sent you some facts about this movie just a little context so if you want to read <laughs> <that>. <laughs> mm-hmm. well the movie was in 1950 when it was released it's an american animated musical fantasy film produced by walt disney mm-hmm. it's an adaptation of charles yeah. perrault's cinderella i didn't think you'd like be able to say that name i was like putting that in like waiting for you to screw up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked at it and I was like, oh, let's go. Let's just, just see how this goes. I'm just so excited when we get to like some of the like, like the jungle book or something like that with like, I, I don't know who wrote a jungle book. Or like, I'm just waiting for something yeah. like, really, really difficult name, just watching you just screw up completely. Screw <laughs> up. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Okay, it's also the 12th animated feature movie, three Academy Award nominations for Best Music and Original Song for. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Mm-hmm. It's mid to late World War II. They lost a lot of money because of losing connections to European countries. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinocchio, Fantasia, and Bambi were big fails and lots and lost a lot of money, even though they're popular now. Disney was four million dollars in debt. That's but Cinderella was the biggest hit since Snow White. Yeah, it's quite a bit of money to lose, uh, to be in debt, you know, so. Four million dollars. It kind of saved them, like, quite a bit. Like, you talk about, like, different movies saved them, like, The Great Mouse Detective and all that, but, like, Cinderella's a big one, I think. And it's not too yeah. bad. Like, I didn't know that until I was doing the research for this. And I was like, oh, okay. So, have you ever seen this movie before? I know you have, because I asked you. I have, before. yes, I have. Um, when I was little, actually. We used to have a certain DVD machine and it was a cassette. My Cinderella was yes. a cassette, not a DVD. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I loved it so much. It came in this giant box and it was, ugh. I think I, it was a great way to watch an yeah. old movie. Like I had an older like, way. We got rid of our VHS set like a couple of years ago. And I had like Beauty and the Beast on there. I had Disney sing along songs, if you know what that is. And like Venom. Mm. It's a superior way of watching. I'm sorry. Like it's like putting it it's in. so good. And like, you know, the, the pre-ads they had. And it'd be like, I had one for Barbie and the Island Princess, I think. Mm-hmm. And it had like Mariposa beforehand, but I never saw the movie. But like, I kind of knew it was fun just because of the ads. And yeah. then like, you'd have some like really good ads and some really bad ones, and you couldn't skip through it or anything. But and- yeah, well, no, that's my story. I just grew up and because that's all we had really. So mm-hmm. I had Cinderella movie VHS and Winnie the Pooh movies. Classic. And I think 
There was another one that I can't remember. But so I would watch those specific ones over and over again. Yeah, because you said that you liked Cinderella. Yeah, I really did. And I understand you didn't. (laughs) Oh, okay. So basically... I, I, when I was living in England, I went over to my friend's house one day and they, we had, we were like really bored. It was near the end. My mom was coming like two hours or so. And we're like, you know what? They had Cinderella on Blu-ray, I think it was. And they were, so we put it in and we started watching it. And I don't know what it was. I just found it so boring and hated it so much. So all my life I have hated like the classics kind of like Cinderella Snow White. Okay, Snow White's still a bit like iffy for me. Sleeping Beauty and all that. I thought it was so boring. And like my favorite was Belle and like I had our VHS and stuff. And then like I kind of I watched it when I was older and Cinderella had become like my least favorite princess to my favorite Disney princess. Cinderella's my really? favorite princess. Yeah. And like I just like seeing that like it could be like polar opposites. And I don't know why I didn't like it. I think it was because I was trying to be like edgy and be like, ah, oh, she needed a man to save her, even though, you know, we'll talk about that a little later on. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I thought she was like so like basic and boring, especially compared to like Belle, who was like brown hair like me and like liked books yeah. like me. And I was like, and then Cinderella's here, like blonde and perfect with her little rats and stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess I appreciate it a lot more. Okay. So, we have both watched this movie. Yes, we have. You this morning. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah. this morning. I watched it right after our first Zoom call about this. Like, I, when I said I was going to go watch it, I went and watched it. Like, I think I had like five minutes left. I watched the next day, but I finished it like in this, like, two sittings. Yeah. Yeah, so how are we can do this? You want to go through characters first, or sure? I okay, mean, I say, right, yeah. All over the place. So go ahead. I say we start with the minor characters first and lead our way up to Cinderella because I know we both have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah. So I have some characters here that I've written down. So number one, I put the king. I, I think it's funny that he's like a. He's in it more than the princes. <laughs> Yeah, about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is he like one of the main characters? <laughs> he's like barely in it. The vibe of the king, you know, who's in it even more? Like, um, like the he- I don't know, like the servant, the one with the monarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know who you mean. Yeah, he's in it. In it more than prince and the king. He's he has like a couple of scenes, and he's just so angry in every single one. He's so my- just like. Blah, you know, <laughs> my favorite bit was when he threatened to kill him. Like he was like, "Oh, if you don't get them together, like, like, like do the little like sign, like he's gonna like cut his." Yeah, out. and I was like, "Is he? Is he there? Like threatening like to kill him? Is this? Is this okay?" <laughs> and then, okay, wait, wait, actually, going back to so basically, we were talking about this Cinderella this morning, and when you were like doing your research, to you saw there were uh, some sequels. And I just get this, like, voice message from you being like, Sophia, what the hell is this? Why are there, like, two other, like, sequels? And I didn't know. I could, like, I knew there was Cinderella, obviously. And then I just thought it was, like, that. And then I'm looking, and I was like, Cinderella 2, Cinderella 3. I was like, since when has there been more Cinderellas? I mean, since Disney decided the easiest way to get money was making really bad, like, you know, sequels. Yeah. Cinderella yeah. 3, A Twisted Time, is actually, like, 
genuinely so good and we should actually watch it sometime because actually like okay. it's better than the first one in my opinion i think it's actually better than the first one and the king's in he's not really in the second one but in the third one he plays like this really kind sympathetic character because the plot is of the third one is what if the stepsisters and the evil step lady train what if they had magic wand a twist in time they go back in time and they make it so that the slipper does fit anastasia's foot yeah and so the king is in and he's like he gives her this shell that he, like he and his wife had on like they first met or something on the beach and he's like it's so weird because they're like almost like two different characters because in the first yeah. one he's just so angry all the time like the one time he wasn't angry was when what was it? It was when he was like asleep, and you see like a little memory of him, like with the children, which is kind of weird. He had such a big bed. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he's lying there, and it's like half of the room. And I'm like, mate, you're gonna get lost in your own bed. <laughs> I was just thinking about how like they have this giant room, and the art, like the designers are there, like so we could have like a carpet, a bed. No, 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 no. Let's have a bed there. And the king's like, say no more, say no more. Say no more. I know what you mean. Do it. <laughs> like, see, like, and he, like, he takes up, like, so little of it. It's like, what's the point? Exactly. And he's so short as well. I know, he's, like, like, really short. It's like, he's, like, trying to show off how rich. Like, Dizzy's like, guys, guys, look how rich he is. Like, he has a room and just, like, this massive bed for no reason. It's like. Like yeah. a king-sized bed for a king? No, we need like a quadruple king-sized <laughs> bed for this one. Did we mention they're rich? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the next character I have written down is the fairy godmother. Oh, and I was a really lovely granny. <laughs> yes, what a legend! My grandmother for some reason. <laughs> She's like the human personification of just like really nice old women. Yes. Yeah. Stereotype, you know? Like, yeah. He's like the stereotype of like a grandma just baking biscuits and like yes, that's like, thinking. and like yeah. milk and she like puts a little bit of honey in it with like a little biscuit on the side. But I was really confused when I was younger. Like even like watching it back, I was like, what I was confused about is how like why she came then? Like why was she there at that moment? Like Cinderella's been like screwed over like her entire life. Yeah. Like, why then? Exactly. So, like, in my head, I wrote here that she, like, the way I interpreted it was, like, she's a manifestation of Cinderella's hopes. Because also, when she comes, uh, they're playing, the song is, like, um, A Dream is a Wish, but the reprise. And yeah. And then she, like, like, comes, she's, like, stroking her hair and everything. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this action. <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> my precious. My precious. Uh, my precious. And so I always thought, like, she came at her lowest point. But I still think it's really screwed over that she had the ability to, like, change just it. and enter whenever, and she yeah. just didn't. She's like, nah, you know, build character. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I never really thought much about the fairy godmother. In my head, she she's a lot, like, a big character, but she's actually not in it for that much. She's in it for, like, one song and she's gone. Yeah. It's for when she makes her the dress, the carriage, and everything, and that's it. And then she's like gone, and like it's even in the third one. Sorry, I keep going back to the twist in time. She's in the movie, and then she gets turned into so for the entire movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
I wonder if I call them rats. Sorry, I call them rats. I know they're mice and stuff. I just like calling them rats because <laughs> the mice are in the little rats. Yeah. The vermin. The- <laughs> oh, oh, the vermin. Plot twist, like Cinderella gets the plague because of the mice. Completely different note. Why didn't like Cinderella have a drawer just full of like clothes for the animals? Yeah. Um, I watched that and I was like, I completely forgot that she made clothes for mice. It's like in her spare time, like she could be doing like productive things. No, no, no. She's gonna sew clothes for mice. Like all the animal, animal, all the animals <laughs> are like little outfits and everything. Like they're like little like clothes and stuff. Yeah, and like it's um. What was it? She complains about how much work she has to do. It's like, well, hun, if you didn't waste time making clothes for the mice, you might be able to go to the ball. And then she, like, she has all these outfits and she doesn't have, like, she has, like, one for a boy, uh, like, a little male mouse outfit and it doesn't even fit here. It's like, out of all the outfits, just have one that's for, like, a male mouse. I love that they pull out, like, she, she pulls out a dress first and and the mouse is like, no, it's a guy, dude, not a girl. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's the 1950s. That's not okay yet. Like, <laughs> that's not cross dressing. No, I'm not, not okay. It's at least a couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the the mouse goes, um, oh, he's trapped. He's trapped. Cinderella turns around and goes, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> well, we can't speak your language if you didn't realize. <laughs> If we are two different species, you know? One sign language and that's how they communicate with each other. She just like has, you know, she has the magic power of a Disney princess to be able to speak animal. Yeah, yes. Just, just all the animal. Animal. Speaking like of the birds and everything. You know what I like? I liked how in the beginning all the other animals are just bullying that one bird for singing with Cinderella. I love, I knew you were going to bring that up. I love that bit because he like flies off and he's like, fine, I'll sing over here then. And then they're all watching as Cinderella sings with him and they're all like, no, it's not okay. Stop, 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 stop. Mm-hmm. Girls sing, why are you doing this? <laughs> so, okay, the next one was actually um, Gus, Jacques, Lucifer, Jacques. Is that right? Jack, Jacques? Jack or Jacques? I actually. I have little, I, I'm gonna call him Jacques. I feel more French. It was in French, right? I feel like. I think so. I think so. Okay. It was in France. I, I think it was. Yeah. And then, yeah, yes, it was. It was in France. It was, yes. Yeah. Um, in. What did I write here? Oh, yeah. So in A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes, um, she starts like getting ready and stuff. And like, they're like pushing the boy mice out and everything. And I didn't realize that as a kid, I just thought they were like leaving for some reason. I didn't get that it was like the boys. I don't know why. Like I got like traumatic flashbacks to cats, the 2019 cats, because while getting changed, the mice start going like diddly bop. I I can't do it, but like (laughs) they start saying the word diddly bop. And in cats, there's the, the mice children, the demons, Oh, they yeah. do the same thing, the diddly bop. I just like I, every time because I have a dreams with your heartmates downloaded on Spotify, and mm. every time that bit comes on, I get like flashbacks, like traumatic flashbacks to cats. <laughs> and I, I have to like skip over it because I know I'll just be in, like a bad mood for the rest of the day if I hear that bit. Because 
I'm glad you brought that scene up because I need to I need to get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. She's getting ready, right? She's taking her little shower thing. Oh yeah. With the shower, you know, she's singing. The birds pour water on her, like over her, and she sings, but like it's muffled because there's water everywhere. But she sounds like an alien. She's like, <laughs> I was like, no one sounds like that when water's running over them and they're still speaking. Was, that was very creepy. And then later on, it's it cuts to um, a shot of, I think it's the mice holding her shoes. I think they're shoes, you know? Oh, like the clog things? No, her black shoes. Or are they socks? Oh, yeah. No, I think they're shoes. I think they're shoes. Exactly. She has no toes. <laughs> she doesn't have toes i don't know why i noticed it but i had to i like watched it and i went wait does she have toes i went backwards i like rewinded it and she doesn't have toes <laughs> what <laughs> i think all the barbie dolls i have like just like desensitized me to like characters not having... i guess that's like kind of easier to animate or something yeah because it's detail and it was you know the 50s so. Oh yeah, I've got a whole like section of animation. Don't worry, we will get to the animation. Oh, let's <laughs> go. I forgot two things. A, how annoying the mice sounded with their high pitched oh. things. Yes, they were so annoying. Like, like the female. Okay, all of the mice are already really high pitched, but the females, because they are female, are even higher. So and then they. And then they start singing and they go like a full soprano mode. And it's like, it sounds like frequencies. It's horrid. Thinking the entire time, what if they had like an Alvin and the Chipmunk crossover with Cinderella? That would be so funny. I think, oh, I, 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 it was like another frequency, like dogs would start barking or something. Yes. And B, I forgot how much the mice were in the movie. 90% of it was just between Jack and Gus Gus and their crazy shenanigans with trying to escape Lucifer. And it was so boring. Like, my brain had blocked that memory and I didn't realise to us until I was watching. I was like, we get it, just get the beads and go. We get it, just get the cheese, just leap, stop. And when he starts, like, putting, threading the beads on his tail. And I was like, surely that's not right. Come on now. <laughs> I was thinking about how heavy, like, the beads are compared to the tail and stuff. Yeah. And the tail is, like, so thin. Thin. It's, like, one pencil stroke. It's- yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Disney logic. And I, I prefer, I think I th- that Act 2 is better than Act 1 just because the mice are like not in it as much in act two <laughs> and like act one it's like you get the beginning you get the little like introduction with like cinderella and you get like them singing together and then it's like a bunch of mice and then you get like one small scene of her with lady tremaine another two scenes of like the mice and it's so like boring I, yeah, and you, you question who's actually the main character. Like, <laughs> I thought it was Cinderella. <laughs> I think it's the mice. They changed them. Like, it should be called, like, Gus Gus and Jack. Like, yeah. The fact that they spent more on Lucifer than Lady Tremaine, like... Yes. Also, like... Oh, and talk about Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Subtle name. I'm, I'm Yeah, subtle name. <laughs> like, one. 
Two, I'm triggered about the animation. Like, come on, not even the art. He's different colors. Okay, right, yeah, he's black on top and like a white slash cream on his stomach and his paws. Yeah. But his body is like a bluish black shade. Yeah. And then the what's supposed to be the white part is like a grayish or something. And then his head is proper black, like the shade black, and then the proper shade white. I'm like, no, you can't do that. You can't have two shades of black and two shades of white. Come on now. I didn't even notice that. Like, I think I'm so used to seeing, like, the character, like, you know, they me, like, stroking him and stuff. I just, like, mm-hmm. I never, like, him. it looks normal to me. Like, <laughs> it just really stood out to me this time. And I was like, why did they do that? What are these color choices? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, the next character I have is Prince Charming. Oh, I, I actually went out, I was like, what the hell is, his name can't be Prince Charming. And I googled it, and, like, I think his name's Henry, I think. Henry? Henry, like, and, um, in, like, the live action, for some reason, he's called, like, Kit. I remember that, I remember him, 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 sorry, being called Kit, and they, like, changed it for some reason. I don't know why. I think they what, what a like, great name for a prince. Kit. Kit. Short for Lovely. <laughs> when he tries to impress the ladies. The name's Kitten, or Kit for short. <laughs> I guess all of them. If the whole prince thing doesn't yeah. work. Like, and he has no personality. Like, I agree. And I know that's, like, one of the big problems of the movies that the prince is, like, has... But this thing, another reason, I know I keep coming back to this, why the third one is so much better, they give him a personality, like, he's really, like, sassy and fun. Like, this is one line, right, when, like, Cinderella's been, like, put on a ship and being, like, deported or something. I don't really know. Deported. Deported, yeah. And the king's, like, he's, like, the prince is running down the stairs to, like, go and stop the ship. And the king's, like don't you take another step down these stairs and he like looks towards the window and he just goes like okay and it's just a shot of him just jumping out the window oh <laughs> and it's, like, it's like the best scene of the entire movie he's just like yeet literally he's like so much funnier and like sarcastic in like like he does fencing and stuff and like the first the only thing you see a prince charming in the movie is like him yawning and rolling his eyes. Yes. Like, that was the first okay. scene of him. Like, Also, can we please talk about the scene where we first meet the king? Mm-hmm. And he's talking about his, like, Prince Charming. Yeah. And you see the photos of him growing up. Sorry, why is the last photo bigger than the wall? I feel... <laughs> <laughs> Bad for the artist that had to paint that. That thing is huge. How do you get a frame that big? It reminded me of remember when we watched Love Never Dies and yeah. about this giant picture of Christine behind him. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like forget it, you'd like her just a bit. Like, same with the cave, like how obsessive over your child do you have to be to have like this massive portrait of the wall? You. It's just an obsession with the king of just having oversized objects, like first the bed, now this bloody picture. Yeah. I think, a, I think there's a trend. <laughs> yeah, I just, we get it. Like, he has nothing to spend the money on. Just, you know, what's the biggest item he can get? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Thoughts on the villains? Let's start with Anastasia and Drizella. 
Oh, girls got bunda. <laughs> the scene where they are walking, I specifically noted this down. Yes, yes. When they're walking to the door in their dresses and they're like, the back of the dresses yeah. move like That this. was actually because, oh, now I need to remember when it was set. I think it's set. Okay, I have three dates in my mind that are all very different. I'm, let me Google when Cinderella was set. <laughs> the 1800s, right. That was the type of dress they had. They had a specific, um, like, uh, undergarment to make it, like, stick out. Yeah. So, like, fashion choices, you know? <laughs> like, they knew what they liked back then. Yeah. Like, like what if we brought back... I Like, I know there's, like, so many people saying this, but, like, imagine bringing back the outfits from, like, 1800s, like... I, can't all for it, I would understand all for it. Yes, ten out of ten. Like I'd love to walk around the street in a lovely, huge dress. And yeah, I like a bodice or like embroidered. And, yeah. Oh, it's I. I miss it, and yet I never lived through it. Like, <laughs> but I <laughs> loved. I loved the stepsisters. I don't know why. I think it's just because I. I couldn't tell you. About it. I just think they're so fun. Also. Again, so I have like I just have to bring it back to you know the sequels. Anastasia gets a redemption arc, and it weirdly works. Really? Yeah. Also, Drizella is like the mean one out of the two of them. And there's a line in uh, *Twist in Time*. I keep coming back to this. Like she finds the magic wand, and like Lady Tremaine goes like, "It's a stick," and then Drizella just goes like, "Yes, let's beat her with it." And it's like, whoa. <laughs> Damn, okay. It's like you can just see how much love is between them and stuff. She woke up and chose violence. Yeah. Don't they like do that every day? I didn't have that much I didn't have that much written for the two of them. I just wrote I just kind of love them. Like Yeah, yeah. For villains they're yeah. the lovable ones. They're funny. Just the one line when she's like, I'm so eligible. Just like her like shouting that was like yeah. also <laughs> the scene. As we are both music students. Oh, yes, definitely. The scene where they are singing and playing the flute. Sing, sing, And she's like, is it that one? Yes, gave me physical and mental pain. Oh, that was horrid. I loved it. Like, I just, I just want to know how it's possible to be that off key. My question. Listen, I've seen it happen to you before. song. I and love, I thought, I liked it when she just started hitting her with the flute. Like, <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> like, how to get a vibrato in like one step. Just kind of like hit your vocal cords. Can't with the flute. Yeah, I, I actually, because we have a separate section on uh, the songs, and I, I wrote about the, the contrast. I mean, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, okay. <clears throat> Lady Tremaine. I had a lot of thoughts about her, to be honest. Go ahead. Okay, so, <clears throat> so at the beginning, I was like, she never physically hurt Cinderella. It's all very emotional, and yeah. like everything she does is very, very manipulative. Like Indeed. when he's like, "Oh, you can go," and then the students, like the stepsister, like, "Mother, no." And she's like, haha, if, you know, it's like very manipulative. So the entire time I was like, kind of thinking like how she is bad because she doesn't take any physical or like very obvious action. It kind of makes it scarier because 
it it makes sense for Cinderella to go on thinking that she's still a part of the family. She literally says, I'm still a part of the family. And it can, I don't know, I think it makes sense that she would still think that because she, nothing like very evidently bad has happened. Everything's very manipulative. And even when her dress gets destroyed, she like, Lady Tremaine didn't do that. She was like, oh, what nice beads those are. And the stepsisters are like, screw you, rip stress. Like, (laughs) yes, (laughs) it was like so manipulative. And, but then as I continued watching it, it got to the point where when Cinderella started going out of her way to make herself a better life. So when Cinderella was like, oh, the king's coming to try in the shoe. And you know, when she's like in a day, she like drops all the clothes and stuff. And she's like, the prince. That's when she starts being act- like actively physically harming like Cinderella. Like she goes, she locks the door. She smashes, like smashes the glass slipper. And you can see her just getting like worse and worse. Like in the beginning, it was all manip- manipulative. And then it gets to the point where she's like actually physically doing, obviously like they're both bad. But like Cinderella sees that point when she's like, okay, this person is obviously bad. I'm not a part of this family. Like you see it happen. Also, Mm. how terrifying was, like when she walked into the room and it's like dark and you just see her green lights. Yeah, like, and that's, you know, the moment I think that you first, like Lady Tremaine becomes like, you can see the evil just like growing is, when Cinderella yeah. leaves and there's just like this close up on her face and it's all black except for her like really green eyes. Yeah. And I thought, like Jesus Christ, it was terrifying. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Disney for making a clear line of who's good and who's get- who's bad. <laughs> yeah, like that's oh don't even uh, until they got to the like twist villains and then oh. a whole other problem. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of uh, Lady Tremaine? honestly I think she's one of my favorite characters just Mm. because of not because I'm like oh yes manipulation you know (laughs) love us on manipulation they gave like they really tried they were like how can we make her evil without being basic Mm. I think it's interesting sorry sorry go ahead yeah I was no just like agreeing with you with like the whole manipulation thing Mm. I think that's very smart because, I mean, any normal person, well, not normal person, any normal person could do that and could be that manipulative. Um, and then, so it gives you that, you know, yeah, okay, she's just the typical, the stereotypical um, bad stepmother. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then once they start getting to the locking of the door, the selfishness, the actual physical um, Harm. evil, mm-hmm. y- yeah. That's when you start realizing. I mean, we've always had the sense of, oh, she's definitely the villain in this movie. But then you start seeing more and more of her becoming the villain, and it's yep. like her own little story. Oh, and I quite like that. Went for like the worst. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's interesting comparing it to the other Disney, like the princess movies. So Snow White and even like Sleeping Beauty afterwards, because those were so obviously evil, like of evil queen. She. Yeah. Go, I mean, it's similar in the way that they both manipulated. Like, Snow White didn't know that it was, like, the queen that was, like, 
hated her until like you know she found out she was like about to get murdered and but like the name's the evil queen like we know and we see from the beginning her being i mean the first thing she does is like try and kill snow white right and then bring also to maleficent you know first thing she does is like directly hurt aurora and then just seeing like the in-between of lady tremaine not physically doing anything to begin with but like all this like manipulation and then just slowly getting worse and worse and worse until the end i know i I think i thought it was really well done yeah they they started like subtle and then it they carried on yeah no i really like that like think about it until i was like thinking i was like she hasn't done anything like like everything it was during the bit when the like the daughters were sorry the steps were like gripping the dress and i was like she didn't do anything there like she like she knew what she was doing she knew that by mentioning those beads the stepsisters were gonna like do the physical work of yeah. like she knew what she was doing it's just so like sly and mani- manipulative it just it, it really works Definitely. Yeah, because then if Cinderella starts complaining, be like, "Oh, you've done this, you've done that," she'd be like, "Actually, no, I haven't. You know, no. you can't hate me. Yeah. You can't be ungrateful because technically I haven't done anything wrong." And even then, even if she was like, "Oh, you've done this and this and this," she's like, "Okay, but you stole beads." Like, it's such like yeah. an interesting way that she twisted it. She has like the way that that's what she chose. They could have ripped her dress, but it's the fact like they could have ruined everything like she she said that she didn't go to the ball but she was like no you can go if you do this this and this she was like oh you're ready it's only fair that you go haha <laughs> nice beads by the way like yeah. it's just she's so like clever and that's what makes her so terrifying and her yeah. green eyes, obviously like those oh my god oh i'll forget about the green eyes oh, forget about, okay ready to get on to cinderella oh let's go <laughs> you know our main gal so, Indeed. as I said, when I was younger, I thought she was so boring because, you know, she was pretty and nice. The two most, like, boring adjectives in the human dictionary, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't think there was much to her. Because you can say that about, like, a lot of Disney princesses, like Snow White, Aurora. Mm-hmm. They're just pretty and nice. But specifically with Cinderella, and I've seen, like, quite a lot of videos. I know there's one by... um the take which is about how cinderella is people are practically like victim blaming her by saying that she was too weak or like why didn't she just escape her situation like we mentioned she was very clearly being manipulated like she says i am still a part of this family like we know as the audience we know that stepsisters and late train don't see her as that but she still believes it and if anything it's more like strong of her to stay in that situation than leave and she chooses even like through everything that's happening to her she chooses to stay kind and polite and not complain or anything that that's true strength being able to be good and positive in a bad and negative environment if this this like almost seems like it could have been like a backstory to a villain like their dad died when they were younger and they were like mistreated by their family so they like, turned evil she could have very easily gone down a very different route but instead she like chose to be nice yeah. and like you know the live action cinderella like really hammers this in they have her like say like 
kindness try well what does the mom say the mom before she died she's like kindness is important I don't know she says something and it's like they keep hammering it in but yeah it's just no I was gonna make the same point about her carrying on being kind and Mm. polite shows how strong she really is and she has a personality pardon sorry what you say she's able to put up with it exactly yeah and People are like, okay, she's just pretty nice. But like when I was watching, she had a personality. She was like sassy to the birds. And I thought that was like really funny. <laughs> she's like bullying them as well. And she got angry. She was about to beat Lucifer with a broom. And I thought that was really yeah. funny. I like that one. She's like, teach you a lesson. And then she gets <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, Cinderella, beat that cat. It's like, <laughs> and oh, well. Awesome. And it's very much this idea of, like, survival versus happiness. Like, the entire time she puts up with, she puts up with it because of survival. And she, like, literally says this uh, to Bruno when she's like, oh, having dreams about chasing Lucifer. Did you catch him? And he's like, yeah. She's like, well, stop. Because if you do this, then you're going to get in trouble. You're going to be put outside. And she understands that what she has to do to survive and yeah. only when she, like, has the chance, she sees a chance for them both to, like, have happiness with, like, this slipper. She takes that chance, and that's when she starts acting out. Like, when she calls Bruno to come and uh, chase Lucifer away to get the key, she's literally, like, telling him, okay, you can do this because we have a chance to have happiness over survival. We can have them both. Yeah. and. Yeah, no, that line, the the one where she's like, I'm still part of the family, like, actually, like, is the most depressing line of the entire thing. It's so sad, yeah. And, like, as the audience, we're, be- we're behind the fourth wall, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, we know that she's not, and it's just <laughs> heartbreaking when she thinks she still is, and we're like, nope, not really. And I think another thing we should talk about is the whole damsel in distress thing, about how mm-hmm. everyone thinks that, you know, she just needed a man to save her because it's the 1950s, you know, because, yeah. you know, there's a war going on. Well, no, the war just finished, sorry. Look at me not knowing my history. And women need to know their place because women hey. are right. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah. Even as, I know, like I said, as a child, I like, I... I thought I was being edgy by not liking Cinderella because she was popular. And I definitely thought that. But as I like I watched it again, like that's not even like slightly the case. When she goes to the ball, she never said she it's never even like implied that she's going because of the prince. She just wants like one night out. And even when she goes to like the palace, she's like looking around and it's like the prince that goes up to her. She doesn't even know she's dancing with the prince. She's like Oh, I haven't even met the prince. And he's like, "What? I'm the prince." Are you are you serious? Do you not ha- look at how I'm dressed? <laughs> it's to me, like the prince. <laughs> it's me. Hello. <laughs> yeah. And like, even when the night is over, and she knows that she's never going to a meet this man again, which to her isn't the prince. She's never going to have this freedom again. She's still just so happy about that. That it just happened, even though it will never happen again. And I think that's just, like, the strongest part of it all. Like, Yeah, I agree. The fact that she realises and she accepts it. I think it's just, I don't know, I think I was always quite ignorant that people thought that 
just because it's the classic at the end yeah like it's really not the case the whole thing of her being going back to the prince how he has no personality no character or anything yeah how could he have saved her he's like yawning and rolling his eyes like yeah and he sent his servant he was like find a girl if her foot fits in this shoe she'll be my wife okay bye like that's not (laughs) him saving her yeah like if anyone's real hero it's bruno and the mice trying to get her out of her locked bedroom this bloody mice i swear to god (laughs) i feel i feel like she could have come out so much worse not because of the manipulation but like just the fact that she had like her only friends were those mice yeah. That must drive you insane. Like, I don't know how she can stay sane with that. With those voices. Maybe she's lucky that she can understand what they were saying. Like, <laughs> Gus Gus. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Gus Gus. <laughs> she's, I, I can understand what they were saying. That's another thing. Sorry about the mind. I had no idea what they were saying half the time. Yeah. I had to turn on subtitles. I got Gus Gus. That was it. And then, you know, they can't even say Lucifer, right? And I was like, Lucy. I don't what? <laughs> Cinderella, Cinderella, <laughs> Cinderella, Cinderella. Oh, with the women thing, mm. I I remember yeah. the line when they're making her dress for her, and Do you the, say female mice, the female mice goes, "Leave the sewing to the women." I can do the sewing. Leave the sewing to the women. You go get some trimming. And here we go are. Go- yeah. Here we have the controversy, like the con- controvers- controvers- controversy, controversy, English, English. Yeah, indeed. We have as well. We have the controversial thing of the movie. Mm. Yes. Did you catch the adult joke as well? I must have missed it. In Sings Me Nightingale. Uh, she, when she's like hitting her throat, I she goes, uh, you clumsy, and she hits her, and it sounds mm-hmm. like it's meant to be like a sensor when she goes like, you clumsy, beep, and like, it's just, it was timed so perfectly, it had to be like, an, like and I just thought, I, I didn't get that before, and it was only when I watched it like a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, that's funny. I'll go back and watch it. Yeah. I miss- so, do you want to go on to the songs now? Sure. Yes. The opening. Cinderella, you're as lovely as your name, Cinderella. I forgot there was an opening. Don't know how I forgot that. They say one word the entire time. It's just Cinderella. (laughs) Cinderella. It's like... (laughs) You say it so many times. It's like, wait a minute, you're like, yeah, we get it, Cinderella. Let's just... Can I see Cinderella? It's the name of the movie. He got it. <laughs> okay, that's all I had to say about the opening. I wasn't even going to include it. I just thought it was like, like, they're so creative. The lyrics are like Cinderella or like Bibbity Bobbity Boo. There's like no in between. It's like, yeah. Okay, a dream is a wish your heart makes. A dream is a wish your heart makes when what did you think of it i think it's actually one of my favorite songs in the mm. film as i said i had it downloaded i think it's a really oh. good opening song like 
and it's sorry so peaceful it's not like bam in your face it's like it's like a lullaby you know and I it's so good because it's like how calm her life is and then right after it's the stepsisters and it's like you see just how like chaotic they are just compared to how peaceful it is in the morning and yeah I think it's a really good song it like introduces her character and you find out like how she they can't order her to stop dreaming yeah like how hopeful she still is yeah I think the break of into reality when they start ringing and they're like Cinderella you know and she's like great the fact they have bells in her room just to signal like when they and it's like three different bells (laughs) I go crazy I think it's impressive how do you even do that like it's like a circuit system or like for the 1800s yeah I don't even know impressive right uh oh sing sweet nightingale I thought it, like, the reason why I like this song, apart from it being just, like, really funny, is when it cut to Cinderella. It just shows that juxtaposition just, like, so much more clearly, just showing how, like, how polar opposites they are, about how bad, like, the stepsisters are. Yes, and they're singing, obviously, but also it's, like, people then juxtaposing it it's almost like their voice represents them like out of yeah it's just gotta say that exactly and then it's like Cinderella's like really she has such a good voice like I guess I would yeah mm. and she starts singing and I'm like oh this is nice yes, this is like nice. that song is like so good oh my goodness and when when she starts so when it cuts to her singing the song mm. and then you see her in the bubble I, I, and then I, I, all the bubbles I, I, and then it's the harmonies because each bubble is singing in like different notes oh those harmonies were, were so good oh my god this is yeah. the music GCSE like section of us coming out like uh, the harmonies the harmonies <laughs> the texture was like homophonic melody dominated homophony <laughs> the rhythm though oh yeah oh. <laughs> Dotted quavers or something. <laughs> us, like, us pretend like we actually know what like is going on with music. The light motif. A dream that you wish will come true. That's actually a light a motif. Mmm, yes. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yes. Oh, and um, huh, here's me with my prime musical GCSE knowledge. Oh, yes. Mickey Mousing. So this term, Mickey Mousing, is when the the composer matches the music to what is happening in the scene. So, for example, the one I'm talking about is when the mice are sneaking about. Mm-hmm. And I think it was when Jack or Jack was mm-hmm. sneaking up on Lucifer while he was stirring his milk with his pinky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I must say, that was not milk. The way he lifted it up and it was like still like dripping. That was not milk. I'm sorry. That's like medicine or like something. It <laughs> medicine. But yeah. Um. So every time the mouse puts a foot down, it'll make a note, mm. and then so it'll be like bum 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 bum. And as it gets faster, it'll be like bum 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 bum. You know. And that's called Mickey Mousing. 
and I found that really cool and I was like ah, I knew that I did not know that wow well there you go just you know yeah. us music GCSE students yes uh <laughs> yeah the work song I, that's what it's called the work song it's the uh Cinderella I know that we can do what we can do what we can do the Cinderella be a aside I was just waiting for you know when they were like like sewing the dress and it's like there's a mouse on the inside and it's like they're like putting the needle in I was waiting for it to get impaled like <laughs> he like ducks and you're like damn it no <laughs> one less like squeaky voice to hear <laughs> so close just a little lower <laughs> yeah I, I the only thing I had to say about that song was that one line that I thought was a bit a bit yeah. creepy, let's say. A bit, hasn't aged very well. No. It's Just a bit. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Put them together and what have you got? Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. I mean, that song, like, it was nominated and it's, it's, it's gibberish. It's... Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. <laughs> it's... Salagadoolamentricaboo. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Put it together. See, like, what do you got? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. It's interesting. <laughs> I, I like the song because it's fun and bouncy and, you know, very catchy, but it's literally gibberish. So. It's also like the one song everyone knows from Cinderella and it's not even like English. <laughs> I remember, like, I saw, um, it was like one of the, oh, God, remember when, like, musically was a thing? yes and, like, I remember like Vine and stuff I think it was Vine it was a Vine it was like them making fun of how like when they were writing it they were like high or something because it makes no sense and yet it got like a nomination so must be good <laughs> people liked it <laughs> people obviously did I don't blame them it's a really good song okay yeah. so this is love so this is love I forgot that was a song. It's also like the one time you hear the prince talk <laughs> or sing. Oh, wait, is this the one where it's like, so this is love? When they're dancing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I actually really love that song. It's such a sweet song and mm. it's, but it's not like cheesy love song, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a little cheesy. I mean, oh, in a good way though, you know? Yeah, it's a good cheese, not bad cheese. <laughs> good stuff. You know, um, did you ever watch Disney Dudes? That was like a thing on YouTube a while back. Okay, so it was like, it was like One Direction, but like with Disney characters. And it was like my entire childhood. And for Prince Charming, they did, uh, so this is love. Mm -hmm, so this is love. And it's like a pop version of it. And it was so weird just listening like to the really like calm, slow down moment. Compared to like this like dance, like pop song with it. So Love. <laughs> Literally. Mm -hmm. It's like, so this is what makes life divine. They're like like popping and locking and everything. Let's go. Todrick Hall, that's who it was. It was Todrick Hall. Oh, it I is. heard that name. I've heard yeah. that name. Okay. Wait, yeah. let me speak up. Uh, you played what you might know him by. 
knowing you. He played Ogie in Waitress with Colleen Ballinger. Yeah, he was in a Kinky Boots, I think. Oh, I want to watch that. It is a pro shot. Somewhere oh. there's a pro shop. I'll find a few if you want. Obviously not That's illegally. Cool. No, we would never watch. No, why would we do that? That's illegal. <laughs> Good citizens, yes. Yes, we would <laughs> never watch something illegal. No, no. What's a bootleg? Never heard of it. Never heard of that before. <laughs> so the last little category I have, apart from before our overall thoughts, is the animation. Uh, is the animation. <laughs> oh, I like it. I think... Honestly, of- I think it's some pretty good animation. I'm not going to lie. Up. Like, wow. before, like, Cinderella, you had a lot of, like... Like, in the animation, there was a lot of, like, the really... Uh, like, you could see the pencil lines, and there were, like, these, like, black yeah. lines. And it looked, like, really rough. Uh, 101 Dalmatians, maybe? Probably. Not before or after, but... Just seeing it, it was so good. I forgot how much I loved the animation. God, I miss 2D. Like, I know everyone says that, but, like, <laughs> I miss it so much. And mm. I'll, I had a little list of my favorite bits was the bubbles. Cause yes, the so bubbles cool. was so good. And what, during So This Is Love, when they're dancing, the, like, the lighting and the colors was so, like, relaxing. It was so, like, warm colours. And so, like, dancing mm. around. And it was so, like, relaxing and aesthetically, like, pleasing to watch. I was like, mm, yes. When you recognise things like that, you you truly realise how much work has mm. been put into this. And you can oh, really yeah. appreciate it. I, like, I just kind of, like, re-watching a bunch of movies recently. And just kind of, like, mm. Getting like such like a different like view on it. I think the biggest one to yeah. me was Hunchback, and we will get on to Hunchback or Notre Dame at some point. Mark my words. Yes. But, um, like rewatching that, I got like picked up so many different, like, different like opinions and themes and stuff. Like I did, like I never got before, like ever. And just like yeah. And it's just so like I think just rewatching. I, I when I was younger, and when I, when I mean when I was younger, like two years ago, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go into animation before I wanted to go into musical theater. Really? I yeah, I wanted to go into animation, and then I took art GCSE and realized that I cannot do this for the rest of my life. So that kind of crashed and burned. But yeah, and so I like got into animation a lot, like watching a bunch of videos, like analysis and everything, animation, like movies and stuff. And that like I think that gave me such a deeper like appreciation for just how much time this goes in, especially yeah. these classics when they used. Um, they use cells, and it takes so much longer than it, obviously it takes so much longer than it does now. Just like that appreciation and how yeah. it came out, it's crazy impressive. Like genuinely, I don't know how they had like that much patience to make a movie. Yeah, they must have had like a lot of breakdowns. I actually think they did. Okay. That was like a big thing. Oh, what movie was it? Walt Disney wanted to make Snow White. It was Snow White. And he was in so much debt and he had like so much like nervous breakdowns because they yeah. thought that Snow White was going to be like a massive fail, like massive fail. It was going to like ruin the entire company. And then it was a success. So, you know, what? worked out for him, I guess. <laughs> I had two notes here, which are kind of like kind of mini rants I had about Cinderella, about things that I've heard people say. Go ahead. I ask you this, Abby. Go ahead. What colour is her dress? Oh! Yes. 
I did I you not? I, really I just watched that scene before this call and I was like, what colour is the dress? Mm-hmm. She goes, she's like, look at your complexion and look at the colour of your eyes. That's what the fairy godmother says. And then she makes the dress and I was like, I don't know if it's blue or if it's white. It's silver. And everyone thinks it's blue. And you know why it's put blue? Because I have actually got into genuine, like, actual fights with people over this. That's not even a joke. I was, I was doing, um, like, a call with some friends, and we're doing, like, a trivia for Disney. And one of the questions was, what colour was Cinderella's dress? And people actually had to leave the call because of how heated it got between other people about really? the colour Cinderella's dress was. And it is silver. It has always been silver, but it was changed to blue in the marketing because for the costumes, they didn't want it to look like little girls wearing wedding dresses. So they yeah. changed blue. So putting this out there, the dress is silver, not blue. <laughs> and anyone can fight me on that because, oh my God, it's like one of my biggest like annoyances with any yeah. ever. Second one, I think this is true. Don't quote, I mean, you can quote me on this, but like, yeah. I, somewhere in my head this makes sense and I feel like I read it somewhere but I can't tell you where so like take this with a grain of salt but you know how everyone complains about like the shoe could have fit anyone what a bad plan I was just thinking that I yeah. kid you not I was like there are multiple people with the same shoe size so here's the thing this is the reason why the glass slipper is glass I think don't take this with a grain of salt I think in the original story it was glass because glass is A, see-through, so you can see if it's, like, too small or too big on someone exactly. And because it's glass, you can't stretch out anything. So it was sculpted exactly for her foot, for like, her foot. perfectly. So if it was, like, if someone else put it on and it was too small, it didn't fit correctly, A, you could see it because it was see-through, and B, you could, like, move it to fit. And mm. that is why it works. That's why... It, it like the plan makes sense that it will like fit perfectly and that has always also annoyed me because everyone's like oh why like so many people have like the same shoe size like well yes and no no (laughs) yeah now that you've told me that like it makes a lot more sense because I was like yeah like lots of people have the same shoe size but now that it's like it's sculpted for her foot it's glass exactly and you can't move So no, that's I get it. <laughs> that's always been like a pet peeve of mine. There you go. I got that out. So, overall thoughts. Overall thoughts. I like it. I love Cinderella. It's such a classic. It's like, it's, yeah. ah, I just love it. I think, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously it's a classic. Uh, I love it as well, but I think they really tried padding out that screen time with those mice and yeah, big complaint. The screen time like, with the mice. It's like, a- just get through it I want to see a blonde sing to bubbles okay yes <laughs> I agree with that statement don't be that again. I don't want to see Lucifer actually sorry quick about Lucifer I find it so funny that like Lady Tremaine and the stepsisters like obviously in the original book they get like their eyes pecked out by the birds nothing really happens to them in this one and yet Lucifer falls out of a window and like he doesn't die because he's in the sequels, but like, let's hope he has those nine lives. Like, yeah, I don't know how many he has left now, but <laughs> uh, so yeah, so 
those mice went on for way too long and that got like really boring really quickly but apart from that it's really good what, what would you rate out of 10 like one being like terribly bad like unwatchable and 10 being like you could watch this over and over again and yeah. still find entertaining like what would you put it as I mean, regardless of me saying it's classic and I love it so much, I think I would go for like a seven out of t- yeah. ten, maybe oh. seven and a half. Mm. I put it at seven, yeah. I because mean, I was thinking about this uh, today and I was like, seven came to me first, but then I mm. feel like I'm gonna put some other things at seven that I'm gonna disagree with, and I think over time my opinion is gonna change on Cinderella. I think the more yeah. life I'm gonna like get to get more opinions and stuff, and especially how Cinderella as a character is. So yeah. at the moment, at this point in time, yeah, seven as well. Yes. And uh, yeah, I think okay. that wraps up this little... Our little first thing. episode. <laughs> so uh, I didn't tell you this, but we have an Instagram now. Interesting. So, uh, yes, it is Disney Discourse with an underscore at the end. And uh, hopefully, oh, uh, if you enjoy this, please continue to watch our content, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah. The uh, uh the next episode is I believe the Aristocats. So, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, the Aristocats. So, we're very excited uh to go into that, you know, little animals because you chose so many animals for I know it's it's really odd. <laughs> so, yeah, that is us for today. Thank you for listening to this. Uh Yeah please continue to uh, what, uh, listen to and support us. We, If you want, go and take, take in all this information and then re-watch the movie and see And then re-watch, re-listen to this again. Yeah. Go ahead and feel, like, feel free to listen to this as much as you want, but it's been lovely. And if you have any recommendations of movies we should watch. It has to be a Disney feature film. Has to be, yeah. yeah, Disney. Although I'm putting it out there, I'm going to find a way to get us to watch Anastasia and Thumbelina. I'm putting out there, I will find a way, I will find a loophole. We are watching Anastasia and Thumbelina at some point. I'm sorry. Okay, (laughs) I'm not complaining about that. Well, it's been lovely talking to you, Abby. It's been lovely talking to you, Sophia. I'm guessing I will talk to you next week as well about the Aristocats. So Yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Well, thank you everyone for listening and have a good day. (laughs)